0: Hey everyone, you are listening to Vocalo Radio, I'm Jesse Menendez. My next guest needs no introduction, mostly because if you're a fan of the station, then you're already familiar with the voice. But for those who might not be familiar with the voice, my next guest is the Prince of Bronzeville himself, although he's based yeah. in Los Angeles these days. I don't know how I feel I'm about I'm based that everywhere. Time. Brian Babylon. In the building. The new album. Vocalo. Babylon Ball Z, which we'll get into in a second.
1: Yeah. How you doing, man? Man, it, feel, it feels good to be back in the building. How long you've been in comedy now? Um, just talked about this probably fourteen, fifteen years, which is crazy. So does it blow your mind that this is your debut comedy album? Well, it doesn't blow my mind. It blows other people's mind. I just never got around to it. I tried to. I tried to do one when I moved to LA uh, three years ago, and just wasn't ready. Didn't come out the way I wanted. Uh, my man Mike Pickett did the uh, who does the audio for the Moth. Uh, you know, got him in there to do the audio for it, and he did a great job. It's like the material was cool. I had a great set, and I, I wanted to tape it, to It just wasn't time for me. And in the comedy game, Jesse, for me, you know, I still don't have an agent or a manager. I'm still doing that self-hustle stuff. How is
0: that possible with the circle that you keep? And for those, again, who might not be familiar with how Brian Babylon rolls, yeah. your
1: entourage is essentially, or your crew is essentially, Hannibal Birds. You got Dion Han- Cole in there. Hannibal, Dion, Lil Eric Andre, all my friends are doing. well. Amy Schumer is doing well. I mean, I can just go on and on name of people that you know. I can call my phone and just you know are cool with dance shoulder. Sure.
0: Why 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 are you still doing it the DIY route?
1: How it works in Hollywood, Jesse Mendez, is the agents and managers they come find you when they're ready for you. And it's like if they, I'm not gonna stop because they don't think I'm ready. I got to keep grinding and still keep you know making money for myself. You know, I haven't had a. Day to day job since I left here three years ago. Well, it'll be four years now. So I've been doing, I've been eating, living, you know, straight off comedy, straight off comedy, and straight off you know other things I do in comedy, and instead. So and honestly, it's sort of that vocalo hustle. You know how it is here. Absolutely, got every ev- hat. You possible. wear every hat. You still got to keep the show rolling. It's a show every day. Lights got to stay on. You got to do marketing sometimes. You got to do, you know, PR sometimes. Still got to perform. So I've let's, been on the road a lot.
0: Let's backtrack a little bit. You've done quite a bit in comedy thus far. For somebody who essentially got a late start, right? You didn't really no, decide no, yeah. to be a comedian until later in life.
1: Yeah, I was 29, 30 years old, man. And and the thing is, um, which is crazy, you know, I said in this, this interview I did with Forbes, I was like, You know, like, I started when I had, like, corporate jobs. So at what point, you're 29 years old, at what point did you decide that comedy was going to be your new endeavor? Um, always been into it, was, like, reluctant to get into it, like, eh, maybe it's not for me. And then I went to New York with some friends and did an open mic in Times Square at this place uh, with Gladys, Gladys Simons and uh, my girl Yamanika Saunders. Yamanika, I would say, was the first person to say come to the stage is Brian Babylon, and that was that's how I got all my New York friends. So I have, like, I know pretty much all the comics in New York when I was living here. I knew all the comics in L.A.
0: Those folks who are maybe listening to this and they know you from your stint in Los Angeles or New York may yeah. not know that here in Chicago you were a champion for Southside Comedy for the longest time from making sure that those venues got spotlights to making sure media started to include the South Side in what was happening in the write-ups.
1: For so long, and I and I would not be the angry black guy about it, but I would always get mad that Mary Lindsay, uh, who opened and, and owned Jokes and Notes, which, which closed down a few years back, and now she does shows at the Promontory in, in Hyde Park. But they would always overlook her as an influencer in the comedy scene and give shouts out to You know, some young white kid who just moved here who was doing a show in the back of a bar that was so cool. Like, nah, dude. There's a comedy club that only does comedy, and that's it. Back then, the host of the open mic was Dion Cole. The host of the open mic was Lil Rel. People who were stars. Brian Babylon. Yeah, I mean, I was when I got to host that open mic that one or two times. Dude, that was one of the biggest things in my career. Like oh, yo, I'm on my way to do something because I was on that stage that my boys were on. So let's move into Babylon Ball Z. Yeah. For as long
0: as I've known you, you've been a fan of the anime cartoon series Dragon Ball Z, Super Saiyan, Dragon
1: Ball Z, Goku. Go, it's always the thing with Dragon Ball Z, if people don't know, it's, it's, a, it's a cartoon or anime. It's always a good storyline, always doing the best you could do. There's always another level in the tank to go, you know, Super Saiyan, Super Saiyan Blue, triple Super Saiyan. It's fun, and I, I thought um, it just came out one day. I was drinking and having fun with one of my friends, and they were like, man, you love Dragon Ball Z? We should call you Babylon Ball i I'm like, whoop. There you go. There you go. Name of the album. Album. And it kind of ties into the last bit of the album about um, people who just don't want to grow up. I'll just put it to you that way. I think there are two of us in this room right yeah, now. Yeah, just don't want to grow up. You're still a grown man, but you still have a lot of – 20-something angst in your bloodstream. Some of the subjects that you traverse on here
0: shouldn't be a surprise to anyone who's ever listened to you talk. You right. talk a lot about uh, race in America, yep. this album. Mm-hmm. talking about white guilt. White guilt, What's that yeah. like when you're performing for an audience and you stare out into the crowd and it's a majority white faces staring back well, at I'm you?
1: A, I'm going to be honest with you, Jesse. I just got off tour. Uh, well, Hannibal's still on tour now. He got some a few more dates in his last tour. So I was with him um, for like... A week and a half, almost two weeks. We played performed in a place in Tulsa where it was like Hank Williams, Hank Smith, Hank this, Hank that. And Brian Babylon. <laughs> it was like a country western venue that each show was almost sold out, pretty much sold out every show, of all just red state white people. I'll be real with you. So and So how do they react? And we murdered. I'm, I'm just, I murdered every night. He killed it. And I talked about, I didn't change anything. I just said my jokes the same. And I feel that was the indicator where I realized, oh, this is some funny stuff because... They're laughing at it, they were, even though it's a different politic to Different them. politic. is on the same page because I don't come off and just, you know, white people stink. You're no. horrible. Wah, 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 wah. No, I, I do it with finesse, and then it's ultimately funny, and they can they can appreciate that. Do you feel
0: because of the moment that we're living in, there were some topics that you couldn't touch anymore that maybe you would have been had
1: the green light to do like five years ago? No, 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 no. I mean, I, I feel just because I was that comic that never really, you know, I'll push, clearly will push buttons. But I won't go too crazy because I always, I never thought that shock value was was a thing to pay off. One of the things that I noticed from this
0: album is there seems to be a sense of urgency that you're calling out. Like, yo, I got to hurry up and make this happen.
1: Like, I need to buy Clydesdale's for some yeah. folks. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, you know, you know, I've, I've been working hard at this. I try to diversify. You know, I, I got uh, a, a TV Game show that I'm developing right now, and it can't all be stand up. You know, I never want to be a guy who just you know I'm on the road at Poughkeepsie Casino. And for, for some people, that's cool. I never want to really do that. I want to do. I love doing shows. I love the tour life that we just got off of, meeting different people, being in a different town every night. Also, I like the stability of you know um, you know a, a nice paying TV show or a job that you don't have to do it all year. Right. You know, you can just do it four or five months. You made some good money, go back on some on, on the road, so I'm developing my own career for myself. That's amazing.
0: What parts of your life do you mine for material? Is it everything that happens to you that's on the table?
1: Everything, you know, everything in my life, everything in someone else's life. And that's how, the for me, real comedy works. Babylon Ball Z, obviously, yeah. again, going
0: with the Dragon Ball theme, the leveling up, do you feel this is the precipice of you leveling up. Do you feel moving to L.A. has helped you level up your game?
1: Um, well, the thing with L.A. is if you're still collecting a check from somewhere else and you're not doing this comedy full-time, and I'm still living in Chicago, they didn't take me as serious. So once you quit your job, move to New York or L.A., and they see you out there, that's when it's serious. That's when, that's when you're really in the game. And, and honestly, I'm kind of just starting Babylon Ball Z is a new album from Chicago's very own Brian Babylon, the hilarious Prince of Bronzeville. It's out everywhere. Title Apple Music. Apple Music, Spotify. And big shout out to Blonde Medicine Records. There you go. So it's pick it up, stream not it, a buy it, do whatever you can, support your boy, Brian Babylon, and Vocalo. Okay, 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 okay.